Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. Today, I'm blessed to have Trayvon Miles along here with me. Trayvon, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Bubba. How you doing, man? I'm good. Thank you so much. And it's uh, you know, it's a pleasure to have you on here. I appreciate you taking. Thanks uh, for having jump, me. To jump on, yes, sir. You're welcome. Can you kind of touch on, uh, you know, about where you're from, uh, a little bit about your upbringing, and eventually how you get into, uh, you know, working for 47 ABC and becoming a sports director. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of people don't know, but I, and a lot of people do know, but I'm actually from here in Salisbury. I'm from Salisbury, Maryland, right here where uh, 47 ABC is located. Um, I was born and raised here. Um, I went actually went to high school here. I went to Y High um, and uh, went to college at Salisbury University. Um, so, you know, I, a lot of my upbringing was uh, with my mom and family and friends. Um, you know, I've been around here, as I said, for the entirety of my life. So I'm, you know, Eastern Shore everything. So uh, born and bred here. And, I, you know, it, it's really helped me in my career, uh, knowing and being familiar with the area uh, and knowing and being familiar with the people um, and just everything in general. Um, I, uh, the process of becoming a sports uh, director um, is a process in which you kind of have to start from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had to kind of work my way up. So um, I, shortly after college, graduated from college uh, at Salisbury University in 2012, late 2012, um, and got a job at 47 ABC um, working in our studio department. So that is a, a smaller department, a uh, smaller place that, you know, helps us with our shows and sets up sets up cameras and does all that. Um, so kind of all the dirty work that you don't see on TV, our studio department does. Uh, so I worked there for seven or eight months um, and our station got bought by some new owners. I met the new owners and um, spoke with them and we uh, kind of they, they let me know that they were starting the sports department again at our station because we hadn't had sports prior to me working in studio there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got uh, you know, I kind of got the ball rolling with them and let them know I was from this area. And my prior job, um, I was working with students and uh, some pretty prominent athletes at the local youth club. Um, so I knew some of the up and coming athletes and I knew a lot of the coaches that were in the area. Um, so I would be an asset to the sports department. Uh, Absolutely. So I, yeah. So I eventually after that just began to, uh, shoot games, going going out into uh, record games and uh, stuff on camera. Uh, some people dropped off. I became a sports reporter. Uh, some more people dropped off. I became a sports anchor. And then some more people dropped off. And I, now I'm the director of the department. So um, it's like, what, six or seven years later um, since I, uh, you know, met our owners initially and tried to convince them that I would be an asset. Um, and here I am as the head of the department. So it's kind of been a long trek, but um, it's been a fun one. It's been a rewarding one here. Absolutely. And can you kind of uh, <clears throat> elaborate a little bit about uh, when you go to cover an event, take us through the process. Is it something where uh, you just see a big game? And what, let's, is it something where you, you get contacted? Does it work a little bit of both? Uh, just take us through, like, a, I guess, a point of view uh, of what will go on throughout your duties. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there's, here's another advantage of knowing this area knowing the teams and knowing the, 
games are that are that are going to be on demand. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, if you're from Pokemon, you know, your big game is against Decatur, you know, or Snow Hill, those Worcester County rivalries. Here in Salisbury, the the city rivalries are the same: Wahai and Bennett, Wahai and Parkside, Parkside and Bennett. Um, so I do have a little bit of an advantage um, as far as that goes, and and knowing you know who's what and who's where. Um, but also, we let a lot of what the season, what happens during the season, determine our season, uh, determine our schedule. Mm-hmm. Along with uh, people reaching out to us and saying, "Hey, this coach here is coming up on his 500th win of his career," you know, or "Hey, this kid has 990 points, so he only needs 10 points to 1,000." Um, so, you know, we 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 obviously we use that information to kind of dictate our schedule as well. Um, but we keep our eyes definitely on the big games and the games that we think the public wants to see. Um, and being around here and following these teams for now five, six years has really helped me, um, you know, get to that level of knowing, you know, who's going to want to see what and, and, and what are the big games of the night. And, and in addition to uh, keeping the coverage fair and trying to get as many teams as we can. Um, so we don't just want to get, you know, the one undefeated team all the time. Uh, we want to try to spread out our coverage as well because there are uh, family and friends watching in other areas that aren't uh, as popular as some, uh, but we still like to give them some love um, and, and put them on as well. So we try to highlight all the student athletes here on the Eastern Shore. Um, you know, some stories obviously uh, are followed a little bit more than others, and those are the ones we kind of tend to lean towards. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you, you've been able to cover a lot of things throughout your journey. Uh, what, what is your, your favorite thing, uh, your favorite event you were able, ever able, able to cover? Excuse me. Yeah, um, that's an interesting question. I, I've actually never thought of that. But um, I will say, um, and there, there have been so many um, games and players and interviews I've done that I've just been tremendously blessed to, to do and to cover, mm-hmm. uh, you know, multiple Ravens games and, and, you know, all, of course, all the national stuff is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll say, you know, I think, you know, I really love football and, and basketball, but I'll say my funnest experience came uh, about four or five years ago when uh, our, our old sports director, Spencer and I, uh, went down to Florida mm-hmm. uh, to cover spring training baseball. Uh, so baseball, you know, starts, you know, they start getting everything ready and getting everything, getting training and practices done in February and March. Uh, so our uh, station uh, paid for our flights to go down uh, to the Sarasota and Tampa area. I'd never been to that area prior to uh, going for work, mm-hmm. um, but it was a really fun area. It was a really nice area laid back. And after a cold and harboring winter uh, with football and basketball, it was really nice to kind of, as soon as basketball season ended in March, uh, to get away from the cold in this area and fly down to Florida um, and uh, into Sarasota and into Tampa Bay on those consecutive years uh, to enjoy some nice fresh air, some palm trees, and sit back and relax, albeit while working, um, covering baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sit back and relax and uh, kind of enjoy the air and enjoy Florida. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think that would be my funnest, 
that that would definitely be uh, one of my funnest uh, times that I've had. Absolutely, and uh, you know, uh, we touched on you know maybe your your favorite event or or thing that you you know covered. What what was your proudest moment throughout your journey? Uh, I see that you're a four time AP award winner. Um, I'm sure that's definitely up there. You know, you you talked about you have college experience. Uh, you know, t- touch on proudest moment throughout your journey so far. What what was the one that that rings proudest to you? <laughs> these are some really good questions, man. I don't even I don't normally think about these. Um, proudest moment? Uh, I don't know, man. I I think I would just have to say making it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really necessarily think that I've, you know, that my journey is halfway finished. Um, but, you know, just to kind of defy the odds, uh, you know, and just kind of get to this level, you know, that, you know, that God willing, I've created uh, along with my family and friends um, to get to this level and to be able to, you know, be a, what, I've, what I've always wanted to be, uh, you know, heavily involved in sports here in my uh, in my very own backyard. Um, it's, it's funny because there are a bunch of people that, you know, when I was younger, I tracked sports just like some kids track, you know, track other things that they're interested in. Uh, but I was heavily involved in sports. Um, and I so, you know, now when I go and meet people, you know, I might have known these people or have heard of these people you know, 10 or 15 years ago, but now they know my name, Right. you know, so that's the difference, you know, so, you know, there are people, coaches, um, you know, in this area that, you know, had never met me prior to me being on TV, but I could tell you, you know, when I was 14, 13 years old, how many games they won, how many games they lost, who their best players were, you know, so I think that's the, the funnest part and the, mo- the, the part that I'm most proud of is building up to a level um, here you know, in my hometown, um, you know, to, for something to be proud of, um, and for my family to be proud and, you know, you know, with, with my success, um, in my career coming here where I'm from, um, it's a lot easier for my family to get access and they're my biggest supporters. Um, so, you know, I think that's my proudest moment is just, you know, what, what we've been able to accomplish, uh, right here on the shore. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what has it meant to you? You know, you, you grew up in the area, you go to school at Salisbury, and now you're covering, uh, you know, uh, news and sports, things of that that nature in the area. I mean, just talk about what that has meant to you. Yeah. Um, like I said, man, it's, I mean, it's been a dream. Um, I, I don't know, ever since I can remember, I've been heavily, you know, um, involved in sports leagues and sports teams and, you know, from a young age, um, just like tracking the NFL draft is coming up. You know, when I was, you know, eight, nine, ten years old, it, I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know, I played outside and stuff, but, you know, I wanted to track the draft. I could tell you some of the best prospects coming into the, you know, 2002 draft and, you know, so, so stuff like that really intrigued me. Um, and being able to, you know, as I got older, um, you know, having family members and uh, friends who began playing in high school um, when I was younger um, and tracking their progress um, and tracking the likes of maybe like a, a coach that's been around here forever, like a Coach Waller or Coach Dave Bird, um, some guys that are legends on the Eastern Shore and tracking those guys. Um, and you know, that's been really interesting to kind of come on a first name basis with them now, 
you know, so it's just things that I've, you know, that I've been around and been doing my whole life um, without anybody really knowing who I was or knowing my name. Um, you know, it's kind of different now because, you know, my wife and I'll go out and it's really, you know, obviously rarely, you know, when you go out being on TV a lot, you know, people recognize right. you. So it, it's really hard, <laughs> to, you know, go places without being recognized. So my wife's kind of gotten used to it and I've definitely gotten used to it, you know, whether it's in the mall or in the cleaners or, you know, people double take, you know, look at you twice. Um, but I, I just take it all as a blessing, man. Um, you know, because there are a lot you know, worse things that I could be doing to earn income. Absolutely. You know? So, I mean, I mean, getting paid to talk about sports is literally a dream. So, I mean, I take everything that comes with it. You got to take the good with the bad. Um, you know, you get some emails from parents that aren't happy. And whatever, right. You know what I mean? But you take that stuff in stride. Um, you know, as I said, there are a lot, you know, there are a lot more boring things that I feel like I could be doing with my time. Um, so, you know, being in this area and being from here, you know, it's all just been, you know, it's all been a dream. And, and I can even say, like, um, you know, there are friends like Paul mm-hmm. Butler, um, who was, you know, who is a legend in this area. Um, and he was on WBOC Sports for a long time and just looking up to him in high school um, and thinking, you know, if I don't make it to the NFL, you know, that's what I want to do. You know, I want to do, you know, what what they're doing and how they're talking about sports. So, um you know, and, and now knowing him on a first name basis, you know, so it's all kind of coming full circle, especially here on the Eastern Shore. Uh, it it might have already come full circle, but um, I'm, I'm not done yet. Absolutely. You know, I want to expand. I want to expand uh, further than this. So I think this is just the beginning and it, it's been a really good beginning. Absolutely. And uh, can you touch on uh, as far as 47 ABC, like what is the, the regions they cover? How far out do you guys go? Um, talk a little bit about like your guys jurisdiction per se. Yeah. Um, so, uh, as far as, uh, sports go, I, I know new, uh, sometimes our news department, um, covers things in Wilmington, mm-hmm. uh, our North is Wilmington. Um, so whether, uh, governor Carney in Delaware is issuing a statement or something big is going on, um, in Wilmington, or if there's something going on, um, in Dover, you know, our news department will cover that. But, um, as far as sports go, we cover the Henlopen in its entirety in Delaware and the Bayside um, in its entirety. Uh, we've in the past, uh, we, we've made trips down to Virginia uh, to uh, to some of the other schools, to some of the Nandua, Arcadia um, schools like that. Um, so I think as far as south as uh, the Virginia area. Um, but as far as the Bayside goes, you know, the furthest place south is Pocomoke and um, and I guess Chrisfield where we count for that as well but as as far north uh, we go up as far as Smyrna so we're talking about um, you know almost three hours almost four hours Mm -hmm. you know if we talk about from from Virginia the bottom of Virginia or or, uh, the bottom of the eastern shore of Virginia to the top of the Henlopen Conference which would be in Smyrna a little bit past north of Dover Um, that's almost three hours four hours of of coverage Um, and of course you know we travel over as far east as we can to Berlin and Ocean City, um, and as far as far west, I believe the furthest place west we travel is Kent Island. Um, so that's the place closest to the bridge. Of course, if any of our teams um, in the Bayside, you know, make trips to state championships or state semifinals, and there are trips across the bridge, we have to take. You know, we take those. And if there are any teams in Delaware uh, who happen to make finals or playoff games, 
uh, in the Wilmington area will make that trip as well. So, you know, this, this entire um, part of the Eastern Shore, man, I, I can't say there's many places I haven't been to cover sports. No, absolutely. And uh, we'll touch here on what are some things that, uh, you know, it could be Worcester, Wicomico, it could be, you know, the surrounding areas uh, on, on the Eastern Shore. What are some things you want to see implemented? What are some things you want to see uh, done more frequently uh, to help the youth, such as it could be, uh, like you touched on, expanding your sports department. It could be uh, bringing in positive role models at football camps or during the school year to have them talk to the kids who are from the area who have, uh, you know, gone on to do, uh, you know, honorable, respectful things with, with their journey. Right. What are some things that, that you want to see implemented? Um, man, honestly, I think that, you know, for as, as much, you know, talk of, you know, well, we can't do this on the Eastern Shore, we can't do that. I think people have been doing a really good job. Um, there are a bunch of, uh, you know, younger generation uh, coaches, you know, and, and honestly, parents with kids that are coming up playing sports um, that have done a wonderful job, uh, whether it be running camps um, or doing clinics and, and putting on free things. I know definitely in the Salisbury area, um, you know, the Salisbury Rhinos and, you know, organizations like Pop Warner do a wonderful job uh, doing that. The Salvation Army Youth Club, um, they do an awesome job with the stuff they do. Um, as far as, you know, wanting to see something implemented, I don't know. I feel like there is a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of what we do is spread mm-hmm. out for such a small for such a small community. Um, so, you know, for instance, like I said, those organizations, you know, there's like, you know, I know there's a bunch of kids that want to play football, but there's like 15 organizations, you know, or 20 organizations in one area. So I think that collaborating, I think that's the next step is collaborating. Um, and, you know, if there was an opportunity to put some of these kids on the highest level, mm-hmm. you know, obviously everybody can't make it. Right. But if you want to if you want to get the best of the best, I think a collaboration is needed. Um, and that's going to be, I guess for, you know, some people around here to kind of put their ego to the side um, and put, you know, their coaching hat on. If we want to get the best kids on a national level, you know, I think our our area um, is just as talented collectively um, as any area in the country. I mean, you're, you're picking, you got, you have a whole bunch of different more kids to pick mm-hmm. um, talking about a Baltimore or DC area. Um, but this is a large area, um, obviously, with not as many people as that one. Right. Um, but this is a large enough area that we can compete on a national level. So in order to start seeing uh, our kids on a national level um, and, and you know, some really, really big things. And there have been, uh, there have been organizations around here that have uh, won national championships and done things like that. But I feel in terms of. Um, even bigger than what we're seeing. I think mm-hmm. that's possible as well. Um, so I guess I would like to see that um, if, you know, guys could kind of come together um, and, and do some things together, then that, that would be wonderful. I think that it only benefit the kids. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I agree. I would like to see that as well. You know, just, uh, you know, whoever may be leaders, positive influence coming together. And just like you said, at the end of the day, it's for the best interest for the youth and their futures. Um We'll, we'll touch on we'll, – we'll go off topic for a moment, Trayvon, and, and we'll get back into things. Um, recently, I was named an ambassador for Bodyguards Against Bullying. What is your message across the podcast and this platform uh, to speak out against bullying? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I worked before – uh, before I became sports director, and I think even when I was just reporting, uh, still <laughs> full-time at, at my station, um, I worked at a local elementary school for, 
Ah, it must have been mm, three or four years. Um, and towards my time, towards the end, uh, bullying, you know, that was a, a big topic. And, and I'm glad to mm-hmm. get the recognition that it deserves because it really has no place, um, not only in our area, but in the world. Uh, Absolutely. So, you know, you know, my, my message is simple, you know, just to end it. You know, and I think that, you know, some of the people that try those bullying tactics, um, you know, I, I think that there are some insecurities on their part. You know, and I think that not only do the victims need to be worked with, you know, and need to be helped, but, you know, the bullies as well, you know, kind of help them out and see, you know, they're obviously crying out for some things as well. Um, but um, I just think that helping everybody collectively um, would be a great thing. But, you know, bullying obviously has no place in our society, um, whether whether it's face to face, whether whether it's through messaging, online, uh, workplace. Uh, school, anywhere, um, any environment, you know, I think bullying is, is absolutely not, you know, not acceptable. So uh, what you have going is, is really good. Absolutely. I appreciate, you know, your, your strong message on that. Um, you know, we'll get back into things here, Trayvon. You, you've obviously learned a lot. Uh, you know, you, you have a college education, you have uh, a vast experience in your field. It, but if there is one thing that you hold dearest to your mind, dearest to your heart, uh, that you learn most, that, that you look at every day and say, you know, this is uh, such an important piece, whether it's something you got from a professor, from a mentor, whatever it may be, what is the number one thing that you've learned so far throughout your journey? Oh, man, um, I would I don't know. I would have to maybe take it off the journey as far as work mm-hmm. um, and kind of bring it to, you know, some personal beliefs. Um, and I, I don't know where I read this quote. Um, but it, it's always been, you know, it, it's always stuck with me and, you know, how I treat people. Um, and the quote is, manners will take you where money won't. So no matter, you know, no matter, you know, no matter how much money you have or, you know, how rich or poor you have, I think that a lot of communication and a lot of organization can be, you know, achieved, you know, based off your manners and how you treat people. I've always been a firm believer in treating people the same, you know, and, you know, mm-hmm. treating, you know, the, I guess there's a quote that, that also says, you know, to treat the janitor like the CEO, you know, and that's always, Absolutely. that's always been my, my standpoint on things. You know, I, I treat people kind of how, you know, you know, how I would want to be treated by anybody, um, whether I was, you know, the sports director at my station or, you know, whether I was sweeping floors in there, you know, I would want, the same, mm-hmm. you know, I would want the same respect. And that's kind of how I go about, you know, treating everybody, whether it's, it's the volunteer coach or it's the star player. You know, I mean, if you have those manners and you have that respect for people, um, I think that goes a long way. And to me, that's what's most important about build, even building relationships and getting to know people. Um, and, and, and for me, getting to know people is really important because a lot of people around here, you know, trust me to tell their stories. Um, and, and where they come from and, and their, you know, how they got to where they were as far as sports is concerned. So, man, you know, having manners and being respectful, man, and that's something that, you know, my wife and I try to, you know, try to tell our kids, you know, you know, manners will take you where money won't. Um, so, you know, I just think that that's, that's one of the most important things I've learned. And, you know, I try to reciprocate that, you know, wherever I go. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you touched on such an important thing there. It's, uh, you know, it's the things that we can control, you know, it's yeah. uh, respect for ourselves, respect for others, uh, staying in a state of, of hum- humbleness, humbleness, excuse me, you know, no matter if we're at the bottom or the top of the mountain yep. uh, and just, you know, uh, 
treating others as you want to be treated. It's, it's quite simple. Um, you know, and, and if we just all do that, we make for, uh, you know, a better road and, and for uh, a better chance of ourselves being the best we can be in life, whatever journey we are. What is uh, your advice, Trayvon, for somebody that wants to get into working for the news or uh, wants to get into covering sports? What is what is some must that they must do? Yeah, man, I tell people this all the time, Bubba, man. You know, if you are not working for any kind of publication, um, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has social media. So this is a really, I feel like almost easy time to put yourself on. Um, I give advice to high school, college, uh, even some some middle schoolers. Um, You know, if you are really interested in sports, man, just start doing your due diligence right now, Um, especially the college students and high school students. It it doesn't cost anything to make a Twitter account or a Facebook Mm -hmm. and just keep up with sports. Um, even if you go out to a game and you, you know, you want to, uh, you know, tweet out some things that are going on in the game or you want to tweet out some things that are or, or, or put on Facebook, some things that are happening that you observe and, and just to be as unbiased as you can. Um, so not rooting for one team or another, uh, but just simply stating what's going on and putting out there, you know, who scored the winning run or who scored the winning basket or who scored the touchdown. Um, you know, so putting that stuff out there, I think is very important. You, if you, you can, you know, you, you can use your iPhone to, to, to make a headshot, you know, so go, go and get dressed and, you know, put your something on and make your headshot, you know, make your little profile and, uh, you can start from there. There are WordPresses and, and different kind of websites that are free, um, that you can start writing about whatever sport you want to. Um, so, and you don't have to work for anybody. And while that's not necessarily paying you right now is is Mm -hmm. doing two things is one giving you experience because you're going to mess up um so you're you know you are going to be wrong on some things um so it's giving you experience to kind of fix those things and going forward Uh, it's also showing places that could potentially hire you in the future that you have initiative and that you started this thing on your own you know and and who knows man i've seen blogs around here that, that have grown to you know, four or five hundred to thousands of followers. Um, so, wow. You know, it's all coming from a person who's not necessarily um, getting paid by a, a, you know, a news station or anywhere else. But, you know, that's something that occupies their free time and that's something that makes them happy. So if that's something that you really want to get into, I don't you know, I don't see why you can't create a, a, a free profile online, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want to do. Um, and just kind of start getting after your craft. Look up if there's some people you need some influence from. Um, you know, there are a bunch of there are a bunch of th- hundreds of thousands of, of writers uh, all over the country that you can kind of you know bounce some ideas off of. You know, if you message me, I'll, I'll be glad to uh, give anybody any pointers. But I think that taking advantage of the social media age and the age that we are in right now is really important. Is really important to anybody that wants to start a career, and if it's something that you enjoy, it's even better uh, because you're 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 using that outlet to do something that you like, and also down the line you have a line of work that you can say, "Hey, I built this up," and hey, who knows potentially, you know, keep your head down and keep working, and who knows potentially down the road somebody will see you. You never know who you'll run into, um, and hopefully you have those manners, and you know that, that that'll take you there. 
Uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, kind of uh, to, to go off of what you're saying, you know, that you, you've uh, you made it a, a pivotal key to touch on manners so often that, uh, you know, it really doesn't matter uh, if you have a law degree, a doctorate, whatever it may be. If you're lacking in character, integrity, respect, uh, mannerisms, things like that, uh, you know, as you touched on, it's, it's going to limit your, yourself, you know. So, uh, you know, like sure. there may be some connection, you know, there may be some connections or doors that you can't get into. Yeah. But if you have those attributes, the things that you can control, most importantly, uh, that, you know, it, it can uh, everybody can always relate to that, to a good human, to somebody that has a yeah. heart, to someone that has, uh, you know, just just uh good good you know just is is uh spreading good vibes and things of that nature yeah, so always 100 uh, percent, absolutely and um you know uh what would you say uh obviously you shoot a lot of content you you know uh whether it's a picture or a video uh, a video what is uh one of your favorite pieces of content that went viral like wh- what would you say is one of your most memorable ones it could have been a crazy play it could have been uh, whatever it may be, what is kind of one that that rings closest to your mind that it, it went viral? Um, I don't know uh, if it necessarily went viral per se, uh, mm-hmm. but um, some of my some of my favorite memories, um, you know, are obviously highlights um, that come from you know from from awesome plays that we see around here each and every year. Um, but I have to go back to the governor's challenge. Um, the, mm-hmm. the the yearly tournament um, that we have at the Civic Center that you know we kind of partner and uh, team up with uh, the Wicomico, uh Rec and Parks, um, the, mm-hmm. the the largest holiday basketball tournament in the nation, and every year they put on an awesome slam dunk contest. Um, the one mm-hmm. this year was really 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 good, uh, but there was one uh, I don't remember what year it was. It was either sixteen or seventeen. I believe it was uh, 16, uh, where a young man, I, I think I still know his name, Jalen McCreary, mm-hmm. act, absolutely uh, brought the house down, man. I mean, everybody in attendance, um, I think he took off from the free throw line um, and dunked, and everybody in attendance went wild. And, of course, we had it on wow. camera, and I think he ended up on Sports Center, And um, just to see, you know, what that moment meant, um, to you know this small area and bringing and and the the guys at you know uh, the youth the, the civic center here in Salisbury and that work on that tournament uh, year in and year out and month in and month out man I kind of just feel like you know it was just awesome uh, just an awesome moment all together for this small area uh, Delmarva because it, it put you know basketball it, it's put it's put basketball uh, some of the best basketball and some of the best prospects right here in our very own backyard. So it's not in Baltimore, it's not in D.C., it's not in Philadelphia or these surrounding areas. If you want to see some of the best basketball, um, it's right here in Salisbury, Maryland. So I I think that moment will forever stick with me and just uh, the vibe uh, of the tournament in general, but that one slam dunk contest was legendary. I think this one this year was a close second because the young man um, at this past dunk contest, Rob Janitis, uh, also mm-hmm. was really, really good. And these are kids that you're going to see um, in the in the future, you know, playing playing not only in college basketball but in the pros. Um, and they started and they kind of got a lot of uh, recognition beginning right here in Salisbury. 
Absolutely. And, um, you know, as we get ready to conclude, Trayvon, uh, you know, again, I appreciate all of your time today, all of your uh, wisdom, knowledge, insight. Uh, I'll pass things over to you for a moment. And you just kind of uh, if there was anything we didn't get to elaborate on or any last words of encouragement, whatever it may be, uh, you know, that is that is on your mind. uh, I'll let you, you know, kind of, uh, you know, have that moment and then just let people know as well where they can keep in uh, keep in touch with you, where they can follow you and things of that nature. Okay. yeah, absolutely, man. I uh, Well, first of all, uh, thanks for having me, man. I'm a uh, really big fan of what you're doing. Um, and, I, I appreciate you know, it. Yeah, absolutely. What you've been doing and what you've been able to accomplish. Um, and I've been seeing some of your services and stuff like that. And, you know, I think that's really cool and amazing that you're, you know, you're meeting and working with celebrities and doing all of that stuff. That is that is awesome. You're, you're living a dream as well. Um, yes, sir. So, you know, so I think that you know, I guess the common denominator of today is just to follow your dreams. I mean, if there's something that you want to do and something that you feel like you can, you want to accomplish, um, you know, you first have to feel like you can, I I think, you know, that that's Mm -hmm. important. Feel like you can accomplish it. Um, You got to get some good people around you. um, Some people that are, you know, going to tell you no when necessary. um, And some people that are going to continue to motivate you. Um, and, and keep you on the right track. You, you also have to stay disciplined yourself. There's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of stuff that you can't do, you know, and a lot of right. stuff that, you know, people around you are doing that you don't have to do, um, or, you know, that, or that you have to refuse to do. Um, so, you know, I think staying true and staying disciplined is a big part as well. Um, and staying true to yourself and your dream. If there's something out there that you want to want to get, man, go get it, you know, no matter how, how long it takes. Um, you know, you'll feel you'll feel satisfaction in the fact that you stayed down and you got what you were looking for, um, you know, rather than looking for a handout or, you know, you know, of anything else or settled to be something else less than what you want it to be. Um, so, man, just I would just say just follow your dreams. And um, if there's any aspiring journalist out there or any anybody that, you know, wants to talk, you know, wants to chat or find out more about what I do or, you know, how I kind of got started, man. Um, I, you know, I love talking to people. I don't mind sharing my experience as well because there were people that, you know, let me reach out to them um, and that were important in my success. I um, mean, it still are important in my success. So, you know, my stuff on uh, Twitter is at Trey47ABC. Uh, on Facebook, you can find me. Um, you know, my uh, my journalist page is Trayvon Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, there's, you know, ample opportunity to reach out to me. And like I said, I mean, people have reached out in the past and I just try to give my best advice. And, um, you know, but, you know, just I would just say, man, just stay true to yourself and just keep believing. Never stop. If there's something that you want, go get it. So I can say myself, you know, this is something that I've always wanted. But like I said, man, I'm not done. So, um you know, I'm just going to keep on chasing. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a, uh, it's been remarkable to, to see your journey and, uh, you know, the, the, the pride of, uh, of the work that you, you do. And, uh, you know, just know that, uh, you know, the, the community is behind you and, and all of the places that you cover. And, uh, you know, like I said, continue to do the great work as I know you will. And, uh, it's, you know, I'm proud to, to see your journey and your development and, uh, you know, a lot of people look up to you in the area. So again, thank you for your time and, uh, for, for a lot of your insight and knowledge. Okay. Likewise, man. I really appreciate you having me on and uh and uh keep going. Yes, sir. Man. Likewise, you too. You have a great day, all right? Thanks, Bye. you too, man.